Previously on, whose dice are these anyway? Are you pursuing him on foot? Are you getting out of the car? Are you chasing him in the car? What do you want to do? I would like to have Mike try to go around the block, and then I want to like kind of jump out and run after him on foot. I don't think he did. I think you figured it out for yourselves. I think you're on a journey now. I'm... I'm going to have to have Mike hit this guy because I keep missing stuff, but. You know, we've been looking for you for a long time, and now I'm pissed that we found you. <laughs> Let me get a piece of paper. <laughs> you hear him? Like, yeah. He's like, all right, what's the address? Uh, whatever the address of the Cecil Hotel is. <laughs> oh, okay. He's at the hotel. Got it. Room 123. Gotcha. Do you want me to go pick him up? So here's the thing. Here's what we're doing. We're going to end today with you guys pulling up. It's dark. The lights of the city are all on, and you pull up in front of the Cecil Hotel. All right. Keys, check. Wallet, check. Uh, Bird mask, check. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I'm actually on my way out. I I have a party to attend. Uh, Why don't you just get straight to the episode? Uh, This one's... Episode 18, Basement Bash. Welcome to Whose Dice Are These Anyway? An actual play podcast where the stories are made up and the rules barely matter. I'm Patrick. I'm Weston. I'm Mason. And I'm Matt. And this is Whose Dice Are These Anyway? Welcome back to another exciting adventure. We are standing outside the Cecil Hotel. I mean, first of all, what could go wrong? Seems like it's going to be a great time. And uh, yeah, cars are passing on the street. You guys are... I'm just imagining this shot like it's a TV show. Like we're just kind of... The camera's behind you. We're panned up. We can see the sign. We can see your profile just standing in front of this building. It's terrifying. And uh, I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Yeah, it is terrifying. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. I don't even. <laughs> well, we got bullets in your gun for sure. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I got a loaded gun, and which is also scary. Oh fuck! This this is like how I felt back in episode one. Like, I don't want to open any of the to, doors. Finally, we finally got back to episode one levels of scary. Yeah, I was fucking scared. The mystery propelled me, but now that we're at something happening, I'm like, oh god. Don't be scared. <laughs> we'll be okay. That's true. If I die, die. I'm sure our characters are going to die. That's that's how this game works. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you should have made your peace in this last week. <laughs> true. <laughs> that's that very was, true. That was the first problem. I let myself get attached. <laughs> I named uh, him. <laughs> yeah. It was rookie mistake. <laughs> once I started incorporating the cloches and the well, servants, it was Yeah, over. maybe you'll be with Alice soon. Like, you can just think of it that yeah. way. No, it she's in a different... <laughs> She has a dance level. forever in the Cecil Hotel basement. <laughs> She's at a different level. You're, that's yeah. the most British thing you've ever said, that there's a class system <laughs> in the afterlife. Yeah. Heaven is like upstairs, downstairs. <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So, George, um, well, first of all, how are we dressed? Right now, you're just in like, I think you said you're gonna do suits. I don't know if you're full tuxedoing. That's oh, up to you. I can't remember. We said one or the other, whichever one. It doesn't matter. We're dressed. We're dressed in our fancy pants. Yeah, that's um, for sure. It says juicy on the butt. Oh, you know it. <laughs> all my, my pants say juicy my, on the butt. My, my foot. This one is uh, just sparkly. <laughs> My footman hand sewed it for me. <laughs> yeah, he did. 
And then do we have a, a bag with our masks from Dorothy in them? Yeah, that's up to you. You can either just be holding your mask uh, out, or you can have a, some sort of bag or something. That's oh, I'm just going to hold it in my hand. Because <laughs> we're getting we out of the car at the hotel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll just, just put them on. I'll just tuck it in my jacket. Or yeah, you know what? Let's just put them on. <laughs> sure. I think we should wait. I want to see what happens. Okay, All Carol, right, fuck Carol it. puts his on. <laughs> George puts his on. Okay, two bird mask people. Now remember, uh, Dorothy said that she she saw like a larger photo. So there's like kind of a a cowl kind of cloak oh, yeah. attached. So now you're just full on cultist standing in the road outside of uh, the season. That yeah, sounds like right. like if like uh, tuxedo mask fucked an Aarakocra, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Let's just go with yeah. <laughs> Because I don't know what else to say. Painting the um, words for our uh, mm-hmm. for our mm-hmm. listeners. I just go. Let's just, let's go on in, George. Let's get this going. After you, I start walking to the door. <laughs> George is still on the street. He hasn't moved. Smoke a cigarette. Let's light up before we walk in. And <laughs> I assumed we were already smoking whilst <laughs> drinking. It's true. <laughs> through, through your bird masks. Um, Anyway, you guys walk she in. Knew, she knew to put a hole for a cigarette. <laughs> sure. every, every piece of clothing that goes over your mouth is ready right. for a cigarette attachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys walk into the Cecil Hotel. And it's Friday night. The place is kind of jumping. And you roll a spot hidden for me. Okay. I failed 76 versus uh, 75. But I'm going to use a luck point. Okay. To succeed. Ooh, I also failed 71 over 45. I'm not going to spend my luck on that. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, with for one luck point, Errol, you notice at the end of the kind of entryway, almost to mm-hmm. where the lobby is, or you're in the lobby, but almost where the desk is uh, to talk to like the check in clerk. Sure. There is a sign with an arrow pointed to the left that says masquerade party this way. Now, the direction that that is pointing, is that towards the elevator we took down? Nope, it doesn't look like it. There, the elevator bank is like past this sign. Just straight ahead, kind of. Hmm. Does he point it out to me? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. What do you make of this sign, George? <laughs> so as you guys walk up closer to it, I, sorry, you can give your first impression seeing it from a distance. I'm like, put my hand on my chin. I'm like, feels like a trick. I'm I'm looking at the sign. Do I see any, like, do I see anything that would match kind of like the rune design or anything that I've seen on like the flyer and the book? Yeah, so as you get close enough, this uh, on the just like how the flyer has those squigglies like around it, you can see that there is like a border squiggle. Uh, don't and it, don't follow the arrows, <laughs> ha ha ha! That's for the stupids. We are going to be meeting in the basement. That's what it says along the border. <laughs> I, I mean, not exactly, but pretty close. It does. <laughs> it does say like to the seekers, enter the elevator. And tell the attendant, he who obscures the way through smoke and mirrors. Okay. Now, here's what I would like to do. Because we can both read this, right? Yes. Once you get up to it, you both read it and you can see it. Uh, If you look over to your side, you can see that there is like a a dining room that's kind of being used as like a, like a, there's a party going on in there. And there are people with masks, uh, like a regular masquerade kind of party. Um, so no one seems to think it's weird that you two have walked in with masks on. That's awesome. So, and I'm saying this very low volume. So, George. I turn my head and our beaks what? knock. No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what if we go into this dining room and tell these other guests that there's a secret better party masquerade party going on in the basement and to follow us 
Oh, shit. We're going to make our own posse? Well, you know, at least some cannon fodder if we need to get out of there. We'll be all yes. in the mix. All right, so I'm going to try this, Matt. Okay. Uh, I'm going to walk into the room where the other people are. Uh, are there, like, cocktails or anything going on down there? Yeah, there's, like, it's just a regular party you'd expect. Okay. So, I want to... How many people are in the room? Uh, Not a ton. Probably, like, 15 or 20. It's kind of early. Um, okay. I want to, like, take a cocktail glass and clink it. Try to get everyone's attention. Okay. And... I'll just say, guys and gals, there is a secret um, masquerade event going on in the basement of this hotel this evening. This will be your one and only invitation and opportunity to join. So if you'd like to come, you have to follow me now. I line up behind him eagerly. And I'll just turn around and walk out. I uh, you can roll a persuade. Okay. I'm sure it's not good. Ooh, Sounds not. way better than what's going on in here. <laughs> I failed 73 over 10. Okay. Uh Yeah, you try to persuade people and you just turn around and walk out and George walks out with you and Nobody seems to follow you. Huh. Okay. I would have went for that. <laughs> that sounds yeah, like I thought a fun, it was, fun time. I thought it was a rousing, rousing invitation. Right. Um, all right. New plan, George. I go in there. Yep. Try again. I go in there with my gun out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't do that. Everyone get in the basement. Everyone in the basement. <laughs> This illustrious hotel's history is about to take a dark turn. (laughs) Uh, Well, that idea failed miserably. Uh, Almost like 73 over 10. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) Well, you think we should head on down or is there something else you'd like to try? Um... I think we should just head on down. All right. I'll head over to the uh, clerk's desk and give him the secret spiel. So just to clarify, the poster board said to the, like the elevator attendant, tell the elevator attendant. Oh, I'm sorry. Then yes, I'll go to the elevator attendant. The name of he who obscures through smoke and mirror. And so you go to the elevator attendant and you get in the elevator and he's like, where to? He who obscures the way through the smoke and mirrors. Attendant. And he looks at you and he's like, is this your first meeting? I need the the name (laughs) of the person who obscures through smoke and mirrors. Like that's a, it's a riddle. Oh, okay. Cthulhu. I, I think maybe you should come back next month. Doesn't seem like you're ready. I don't okay. know. It's uh <laughs> it's uh Tent Chatlapoli. Tent's Catlapoka, but close enough. Uh he inserts the key and turns it and hits the oh. basement button. <laughs> tent Pole Chipotle. <laughs> That's right. I high five. Just looking for Tent Pole Chewbacca. Uh <laughs> <laughs> He's like, so it's just a short ride down. And he's like, well, good luck. Uh, you know, seems like this is your first meeting. So uh, I wish you well on your journey. And ding, the door's open and you're. I'm like, wait, floor. are you are you on this journey too? Oh, no, man. Or do you I'm not just really gleam? Here. He said, I'm not really here. I, I reach out. You touch his shoulder. You just awkwardly touch his face. (laughs) (laughs) Hands on the face. Mm -hmm. Seems like you're really here. So, 
What a shame anyway. for you. Oh no, man. You have no idea. And he just kind of sucks the suck off the and elevator. I get off the elevator. Well, that guy was weird. I know, right? Uh, ding! The elevator door shut behind you, and immediately you guys are hit with like an overwhelming smell. Like it did not smell like this yesterday when you were down here. It smells like hippies. I guess, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to say that that is the smell, and ev- the listener can just put in whatever the smell they want to smell for that, because, <laughs> yeah, there is, like, there's definitely a, <laughs> some herb smell throughout, mm-hmm. but there's also just, it smells kind of, there's, like, rot s- somehow makes it, like, the more you try to smell it or break it down, like, what is that smell? It's like you smell a different thing every time. It's just mm. something new hitting your, hitting your nose. But it is, it's bizarre. It's jarring. And the it kind of feels hot down here. Could be because we're wearing a cowl. Could be. That might be it. Um, do we see anything or we just smell? Right now you just smell. And you know you, you like walk down a little hallway into like a door that you opened. Uh, there was a door that said welcome in the you know, glyph language above mm-hmm. the door before. Is that door open now? Uh, nope, it's closed. You can see it from where you are. Are we early or we're on time, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. you came early. Well, you tell me what time you showed up. Henry Cavedo said, meet me at my room at seven. You guys told Martin Rocco if he doesn't hear from you by eight to go storm that room and potentially Mm -hmm. come meet you or break this up. I don't know how much earlier you decided to go to the hotel. Well, it was supposed to start at 7, right? That's when he told you to meet him at his room, yeah. Oh, what time was the meeting supposed to start downstairs? It didn't say. No one ever told you. On the flyer? Oh, I I thought on the flyer it had a... I suppose I could probably yeah, find me, that flyer on our board, let huh? Let me check my notes. Oh, no, it's all oh. some weird language mm-hmm. that I cannot read. <laughs> Arrow can read it. Patrick cannot. It just says, the oh, basement yeah. of the Cecil Hotel, we meet every full moon. It doesn't give a time. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm going to actually, I'm just going <laughs> to say you guys showed up at like uh, 6.30, sundown. Ish time. Okay. Okay. It now says welcome, but it's no longer like wiped out. It's like freshly painted or whatever they're using on this door. Okay. Uh, I'll try the door handle, see if it's open. Or it unlocked. opens. Okay. I just open it and look in. I don't walk in. When you look in, it's not a basement. It looks like it goes a couple feet and then there's a wall, like you're hitting a T intersection on a hallway. And there's a lantern, hmm. like, hanging on a hook right in front of you on, the, on, we that, were, on that wall. Were we in here the other day? Yeah. Like, Roll, we went me, through these doors? Yep, you went through this door, and you saw a room. The whole that room? That was the okay. whole room with stuff, and your names were erased mm-hmm. on the floor and all that jazz. And now you're looking at a fucking solid wall. And I need sanity checks from both of you as the architecture of this building you were in less than 24 hours ago is different. Yeah, and somebody I, needs some deodorant. Can I reach out and try to touch the wall? After I get my sanity check, yeah. Hard success, 16 Ooh. under 55. I got a failure at 74 over 44. Okay, roll a d3 for me. There. George. Um, can I roll a D six? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One two, two. One two is one. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so I got a two. Yes. So minus two off your sanity score of uh forty four. So now you're down to forty two, and you like step back. You're like. Fuck this. And you turn and you look 
And there's no elevator at the other end of the hall. It just goes into darkness. And Errol, you I'm reach... I'm losing it. I'm you, losing it here, Errol. Errol, you reach out and you can touch the wall and grab this lantern, like whatever you were trying to do. It all feels solid and real. All right, stay with me, George. It's all some kind of weird magic trick. You just got to get to the bottom of it. If you say so, man. I mean... In my mind, I don't tell this to George, but in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grab the lantern with my non-gun shooting hand, and uh, I'm like, all right, let's let's see if we can figure out what's around here. Okay. Are you going? So now you're like in this. You've stepped into the through the door, and you've grabbed this lantern. You can mm. go the left or to the right basically depending on if you were looking through the doorway left they, or right George do you have a preference um are you right handed for am. shooting then we should go to the right so that we can peek around corners if it okay. turns the other way again. I I brought a handgun so I can use either hand for that sort of thing. But that sounds good to me. That's as good a reason as any to choose a side. Let's go right. Okay. Uh, you go right, and you it just looks like a long hallway for a long time. Uh, roll a spot hidden as you're walking. Hard success, 35 under 75. Failure, 89 over 45. Okay. Uh, Er I love this so much because I feel like George is just so freaked out and doesn't want to be here anymore. (laughs) Yeah. And Errol is trying to, like, keep it cool, keep it together. Those hunter's eyes watching for things. And you you keep walking and you reach a a spot where you see, uh, like, a faint squiggly glyph kind of on the floor and it says trust and then there's an arrow pointing at the wall like to the on your left hand side like you're walking down a hallway on the floor it says trust and then there's an arrow pointing to the left pointing right at the wall Um, I tell George this is where we uh, break through this illusion and I just say it with confidence but I'm not 100% sure that I can walk through this wall okay but I, I just step right into it okay uh, you step right in and you walk right through the wall George Errol just walked right through a wall <laughs> and I'm so stoked <laughs> that it's I didn't like platform smack my nine face. and three quarters the first time George has had a British accent. <laughs> yeah. Nah, okay. Um, all right. Well, he's the only <laughs> thing I'm clinging to right now. Yeah, it's the hallway has gone pitch black because the light source just left. So I'm just following my instincts right now, and it's just follow him, trust him, follow him. Okay. Uh, you pass through the wall, and you both come into uh, a room that is. Uh, I'm gonna say like ten by ten. It's not like a huge room, it's or anything. But you're you're in a room now. The lights are back on for you, George, because you're with your friend who has the uh, has the lantern and stinky lantern. Still smells, right? Oh yeah, still smells. And you are in a room, and it is covered in something. You can either look what skills you guys have um very few sure sure <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to tell us we can smoke it drink it or shoot it then we, we, we the, won't know the, what it is if the room isn't covered in pastrami we're fucked sure uh, pretty much yeah give me a natural world and Errol you can give yourself a like a plus twenty to this. So if you're if you fail by oh, nice. yeah, 
Okay. Ooh, that makes all the difference. Yeah, so you barely failed, but uh, you you recognize what this is because I just think you would. There are all these, like, crocodile eggshells all over the floor in this. Okay. In this room, like, covering the ground. It's not totally covering it, but it's it's mostly Significant. It. Yeah. And they're, like, they've already hatched and left? Yep. They're broken and stuff? They're broken, Okay. Eggs uh, and eggshells. And in both of your heads, you hear a voice say, Seek the key. And I need sanity checks from both of you. What the fuck? Okay. I look behind us. There's no one there. Success. <sighs> th- 33 under 55. You, you fuckers. Never. <laughs> I, I did fail my natural world check, but for this, I got a hard success at 9 under 42. Yeah. So you guys both succeed, and you're you're fine. You're like, this is a weird fucking place, and uh, weird things are going to happen. So you hear it. scaring me. Seek the key. I just... I try to... No, I don't. I just say out loud, I guess. What key? There's no response. Okay. Is there a, anything else, like a, a doorway in this room, or is it four walls? Four walls. Okay. Um, Start walking confidently toward the door, the roo- the wall on the other side of the room. When you say walking confidently, do you mean you're going to just walk right into it like nothing will happen to you? Yeah. I mean, my bird mask is going to hit it first. My beak. So, Uh (laughs) like, if that stops me, then that will stop me from, like, walking into the actual wall. But Sure. Uh, I'm going to decide how confidently are you? Like, are you just walking like you are confident you're going to walk right through it? Or are you going to test it a little? No, I'm going to say I'm confident. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you one point of damage as you just, like, smash your bird beak <laughs> face into this wall. Like, <laughs> damn, that hurt. <laughs> like, <laughs> Damn it. So. How many damage points do we have? Not a lot, right? George had 11. Now he has 10. Yeah, that's not a lot. All right, I want to look around the room and see if there's any more writings like ceiling, floor, walls, whatever. Alright, roll a spot hidden. Alright. Uh, f- success, 44 under 75. Uh, oh, I need to pull up your sheet. Does it say on your sheet what a hard success would look like for you? Probably not, huh? Mm, no, I don't think it does, but there's probably a rule out there somewhere. It is. A hard success is half your skill. So, if I could just do that math. Half my skill? Oh, you're you're close, but you're not that close. Um, You don't see any writing. Okay. Uh, you know what? I But you do see a little s- shimmer of something on the ground underneath one of the eggshells. I'll clear it away. There is a metal thing. It's not a key, but it looks like it's part of something. I was going to be like, oh, bullshit. Like, the f- <laughs> we got to walk through fake walls. The elevator's gone, but seek the key. It's just among the fucking eggshell pieces. Oh, these bastards. Um, I can't tell what it is. Just a piece of metal. Yeah, it doesn't look like anything right now. No. It just okay. it just I'll, is a funky piece of metal. I guess I'll take it with us. Okay. Um Okay. I'll start clearing out more eggshells. Okay. Like both of you can give me a spot hidden. I failed mine. Extreme success, six under seventy five. Errol, you find the two other pieces almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and you can put them together and they make a key. Oh, and okay. as you click these things together to make this key, uh, you like hear a sound 
and you look up and there's a door now on one of the walls. Hmm. Is it the same wall that I walked into? No. Oh, it's it is it's exactly the same place you walked into too. (laughs) I was gonna be so (laughs) mad. Um I'll try the doorknob, see if it's open. Okay. Uh, as you guys are doing that, you hear uh, like a, a like a kind of hissing sound behind you. That ain't good. And you turn around and there's no more wall behind you opposite this door. There's just empty blackness. And you see like reflective eyes. You know, like if you're... Like crocodile eyes? Potentially, yeah. Like out at night and you see... Sure. You know, eyes in the wild. Like Errol, you you've seen this kind of thing mm-hmm. before all the time as a big game hunter. Like, and this motherfucker's eyes are big. So, yeah, I'm trying to get in that door. Yeah, you put That's, the key uh, in the door. You turn it. Uh, you can hear something moving behind you. <laughs> fucking Jurassic Park style, and you click it, and it opens, and you guys can go through. Yeah, I went right on in. Okay, shut it. You Behind walk us. in, shut it, and you are standing in the basement of the Cecil Hotel. Uh, you can see where everything has been kind of pushed off to the side, and like <laughs> someone's put like some sheets over, like those extra cots and shit that were down here. Like, and there's just half no, there's like two dozen people in bird masks just kind of milling about. Hmm. Okay. And uh, someone walks up to you. They're like. Welcome, fellow seekers. I hope I trust you had a pleasant journey. Yes, very pleasant. Does this room stink too? It still, yeah. The whole it all still smells. Hmm. I, what is what is that aroma? I didn't know that we were not seeker. supposed to wear deodorant. Uh, they're they kind of cock their head because you can't super. I mean, you can kind of see their eyes through the mask, but. They cock their head. They seem to be thinking. They're like, "Oh, are is this one of your? Is this your first meeting?" Yes. It's just a byproduct of of the magic and the oh, reaching out to the to those beyond the veil. It's just you'll get used to it. I don't even smell Gr- it anymore. Gross. So gross. <laughs> uh, he looks a little like. You can see he's like kind of narrowing his eyes at you when you're like, this is so gross. He's just like, well. <laughs> As I light a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like. You blow the whole place up. <laughs> uh, You know, this is just. You'll get used to it. I I promise you. Uh, All and right. he is like, feel free to mingle. We're, tonight's a special night where we're going to be uh, doing a, a, a larger scale ritual. But. Uh, so so no oracle tonight, but uh, otherwise, just feel free to chat, hang out. Uh, probably going to give it another... He, like, checks his watch. Uh, 15, 20 minutes, something like that, before we get started. Uh, apparently there's some new Check. people supposed to meet one of our uh, fellow brothers upstairs, and he's going to bring them down and be part of this, so... Oh, Excellent. Okay. I uh, check my watch. What time is it? It's, uh, at this point, it's like 7 o'clock. Okay. So how long do we have before Henry realizes we're not going to meet him in his room? I don't know. 15, 20 minutes? (laughs) (laughs) How long would you wait for someone? (laughs) I'd probably go take a nap if they hadn't shown up in half an hour and called the whole thing off. That's just me. Mm-hmm. I'd go have some pastrami and whiskey and relax. Maybe we can bring that idea up if he's any more late. <laughs> yeah. Where's the pastrami, guys? Hey guys. There's, another, there's another party going on upstairs. We could probably join that one. Okay, so... Are you guys just chatting amongst yourselves or what? Like, No, what I'd you... like to try to work the room a little... Is there a, like a group of them I could kind of walk up near? Yeah, there's multiple kind of groups that are chatting. I just kind of want to listen to them for a minute. And then when there's like a natural lull in the conversation, uh, 
I'll interject. Okay. Uh, they are weirdly like the first group. You're just going at random, right? Yeah, I don't have a anything to go off of. Right. So the first group you walk up to is weirdly talking about like. It sounds like they're like a bunch of philosophy majors having a debate. Like this literally sounds like some, and someone's like, I mean, I've got a paper on this due later this week. Like I'm <laughs> telling you, that's not what Nietzsche is all about. Blah, 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 blah. Like they're just going off. They sound like they're in college. Mm. Okay. Does any of them sound like Alfred Tibble? Uh, roll spot hidden. Now I need to go find the group of hard success fucking phone operators yeah so <laughs> yeah oh i failed mine there's a group that sounds like the operators um <laughs> errol you don't hear him in this group but uh you do hear him you hear his voice he sounds like he's in the room and you look over and there's this, a man again they're all you're all wearing the same bird mask but uh mm-hmm. he's there's someone who looks like he's about his height. He's talking to somebody uh, kind of animatedly. He's like, we're going to find out what happened. Like, this this ritual is going to happen. We're going to set it free. Sapatli can't be contained forever. It demands. It is the first step in the process. And we, we it's been, we've been over this a million times. The prophecies are clear. This is going to happen. Like he's seems like he's trying to calm someone down uh, mm. uh, that he's talking to. Well, I want to interject into the Nietzsche um, philosophy group. Okay, and just say, um, so what's this new ritual they're doing tonight? Since there's no oracle. Oh, uh, I I'm not a hundred percent sure. Says the younger person, but then one of the older people is like. We are, I think we're summoning a hunter, someone who will, uh, a creature that can hunt down what we're looking for. Uh, One of our members, uh, Brother Cavedo, has, he believes he enacted the ritual uh, to release Sepakli, but he's not sure. We need to find the proof. If something went wrong, we need to know what it is. We think it's going to be on... Uh, on a film that, like, it was recorded. We need to find that film. So, we haven't been mm. able to find it. We've all been looking, but uh, mm. the hunter is obviously a creature of beyond. It, it'll be able to find it for us. Mm, sure. Okay. So, like, gleaning from that, they are they saying that they're going to release. Sepakli as the hunter, or they need the hunter to find the film to release Sepakli. It seems like, yeah, part of this releasing Sepakli thing, they first need to know what happened in Mexico, like with the ritual. And so they need, they're summoning a hunter, just a separate entity, to find the film. Okay. And that, if I look around the room, do I still see our names written anywhere? Uh, if you go over to where you know they are, like yeah, real faint there, they were they were there and they've been erased, but you can still see them just like you could before. Okay. Hmm. And do I recognize anyone else's voice as I'm just strolling around the room? Uh, roll another spot hidden. Ah, miserable failure. Eighty yeah. over seventy-five. Uh. It sucks that you also failed this one, but honestly, like, you just, nobody sounds familiar enough. Maybe there's somebody who you've talked to over the course of all of this, but (laughs) nobody's jumping out. You don't hear James Duncan or, (laughs) you know, anyone with, like, a distinctive voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Robert Gardner III or whatever. That would be fun, too. Yeah. Sal. Sal Pressler's there. (laughs) Yeah, so, no, you don't hear anyone else. Okay. Um, Real quick, George, do you want to be doing anything while all of these, like, arrows moving through these groups, or are you just kind of tailing along with him? Um, I'm kind of tailing, but I'm trying to process this information, too. Um, so, 
I'm trying to review, like, in George's trying to review in his head what he'd read about uh, Temple Chewbacca and Sapakli. So, um, Tetzcatlipoca is the aspect of the Jaguar guy, right? Mm hmm. And his foot was used as bait to trap. Sipakli? Yes. So, and was that uh, like a rival's creation myth? Like, do we think we don't like, in this group, we don't like uh, Temple Chewbacca? <laughs> it does seem like they seem very pro-Sipakli, so it okay. feels like maybe yeah, we're not big fans of uh, Tetzcatlipoca, but I think that's. I think that would be obvious to you listening to these various conversations. It's, it's all about like, well, we're trying to freeze the pactly. The answer to the question, like, who obscures the path through smoke and mirrors, is Tetzcatlipoca. Like, these are the seekers who are trying to get past all the, gotcha. the bullshit. Like, so they feel like, yeah, it does feel like they're at odds with Tetzcatlipoca based on the context. Okay, okay. We're going to need that mirror to trap him in. Yes, I've got it. I'm wearing it. All right. Oh, now he's wearing it still. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Once, once I didn't have a fucked up dream, I was like, cool, I'm just still hanging on to this. Mm-hmm. So all it was right. the script. Gave us all the bad dreams. Well, well, well. Hmm. Sorry, now... Uh, Errol, did you want to do something else? I kind of cut you off earlier. No, you can fast forward, as far as I'm concerned, to the point where they decide to do something. Okay. George, you're all right with that, or is there anything else you wanted to do? No. I'm good with that. Okay. Time goes by. You're mixing and mingling, listening to all this, getting a picture of what's going on, and you see, uh, Errol, You, I'm assuming you're kind of keeping tabs as best you can on the... Uh, Alfred Tibble mask guy. Absolutely. And you see him go over to a corner of the room where there is like a phone on the wall and he picks it up and like dials and you can hear him like kind of, or you don't hear him, but you can see he's having a conversation and uh, he comes back and he's like, it appears our guests of honor have decided not to come. Uh, We're going to proceed with the ritual and uh, get the show on the road. I got papers to grade. <laughs> uh, Tibbles and bits. So they just, he's like, everyone circle up, you know, like usual. And he goes and he gets like a, a shawl, like kind of like he's, you know, the grand poobah of this meeting and mm-hmm. kind of deal. And there's some other people that kind of put on some little ornamentation to signify that they're maybe higher than the rest of you all and do you guys is get the any, circle or what are you doing is there anything like I'm trying to make sure i just get the symbolism right so like i'm thinking from what i've gathered that mirrors are going to be bad so like none of the ornamentation they have is like anything to do with mirrors right is there any kind of theme to it all is it more bird shit it's or? mostly bird shit and then like the, <laughs> the like shawl thing he's wearing has like uh, hieroglyphs on it or maybe okay. they look like hieroglyphs but then some of them had those weird little like squiggly symbols like mm-hmm. but you actually don't recognize any of that as words whatever this is is perhaps it's either too advanced for what you've <laughs> bizarrely much, learned much older maybe or yeah it's older or something and they come are, so sorry first questions first are you guys getting in the circle and if so yes. where are you trying to put yourselves um, next to some other black cow, no shawl, bird mask folk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want anywhere near the bird shit, so, um, but I'll stay next to Arrow. Okay. Yeah. Down with the nobodies. Sure. So mm. you guys circle up with everybody, uh, with all, just with the nobodies, you're not over by the head honchos, and, but you see the head honchos now come back with their little... I don't even know what to call them. <laughs> Senior superlatives. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they have a, like a, a big old heavy tome book that they're 
bringing with them. And they like step, they kind of complete the circle in the, the gap that was left for them. And they open or he opens to a page and he says, uh, repeat after me and Zabu Zay Abu Day. And everyone says, Zabu Day Abu Day. Do you guys chant along? I just go, <laughs> you know, I like the guy who sings happy birthday but doesn't actually put any words in <laughs> there. Sure. I'm that guy. Okay. Uh, so they start <laughs> chanting this, and then he starts, like, once you guys are in a, a good rhythm and a good chant, he starts, like, reading. And again, he's just reading. It's like, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's not a language you've ever heard or understand. Uh, but as he's reading, you start to feel, like, wind, as if there's something in the, like, your cowls all kind of, or your cloaks kind of, like, start to flutter and spin. Uh, like, this this wind is, like, spinning around this circle. And he gets to, like, a crescendo. He's like, Karaktes! And, like, a beam of light opens up in the floor, splitting along the circle. And then spins around, turning it into, like, just a fucking hole in the ground now that is... Opens into, looks like, a fucking outer space. And now, it's not, like, super strong, but you can feel, like, air kind of rushing towards this space. And he says some more gobbledygook, and a light starts to kind of dimly kind of emanate from this area. Should we we stop, stop this? I don't think we can, even if we yeah, wanted that's to. That's true. We could probably interrupt them for a minute, but then let's just kill let's, us. Let's just ride this out for now. Yeah. Let's let's watch what comes out of the fucking dimension hole. Yeah. So if yeah. you guys just keep letting it go, like then the w- winds reverse and start blowing out of this hole. And are you guys looking in, or are you just kind of just going along for the ride? Like, how close are we to this hole that that we can look in it? I mean, you're, yeah, you're, I don't wanna... you're the edge. You're, you oh, guys the are hole all... is all the center? Oh, yeah, you okay. guys are standing. Oh, okay. this, the ring of you is the edge of the ring of the hole. Okay. The That's hole. a big-ass hole. It sure and is. For some reason in my head, there's like a bonfire in the middle of the ring. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to guess I, I would, would peek look in. into it. Yeah, I'd be curious. As soon as it appeared, I'd probably be looking at it. Sure. So, yeah, I'm looking at it. Give me two sanity checks. Here we go. Extreme success. Failure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Errol, I don't even know how to explain. Like, why are you able to just look at all this insane shit and not be affected? Why did, like, you tell because me. Of the, because of the dreams that I had. Okay. Uh, it sort of prepared me mentally for some otherworldly shit. Okay. So you look down into this pit, and you're just like... I'll tell you what you guys see in a second after I get uh, George's sanity loss, but you look down, and you you just somehow hold it together. Uh, George, I need a D6. That's a D6 now, not a D3? Correct. This is way beyond some funky... Whew. I rolled a one. Nice. All right, so take one point off your sanity as you look down and it is like you look down at this thing and you look like you're looking into fucking hell. There are creatures crawling up this tunnel that it looks like is being formed. They look like they're in outer space, kind of, but, like, they're clearly, like, when they grab onto what would be the wall, like, they catch onto something. You can see them, like, take hold, and they're climbing up. And there are thousands of these things climbing up towards you guys. Um, One is closer than all the rest, uh, and it is... It's getting pretty close to the... To, like, getting out of the hole and, and up to where you all are. And that's what you see. I don't even know what to do with you. Like, I just feel like you... I, I think you maybe take an involuntary step back. Um, yeah, I was going to say, are we... How is the circle complete? Are we holding hands with the people next to us? No, you're just standing shoulder to shoulder. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, I think I would take an involuntary step back. Yeah, so you take that step back, and I'm going to leave it up to you if you read, like, you kind of regain your composure. You only lost one sanity. You can either step back and, like, or you can kind of stay out of the circle and be the kind of odd man out. As I kind of, like, shake my head and, and regain control of myself, do I see if the people, like, not uh, Arrow, but the other person on the other side of me, did he notice I stepped back? Or if does he, he If he did, to... he didn't seem to give any... Everyone's chanting like crazy, and they're all... eyes are, All eyes are either in, on this pit or on the Grand Poobah with his book, who's still saying whatever spell he's saying. Okay. I'm going to... I'll step back to where I was. Did anything happen when he stepped out of the circle? Roll a spot hit. Okay. Both of us? Sure. Golly. Failure. 97 over 75. (laughs) Damn, I failed bad too. 98 (laughs) over 45. Uh, That's a critical failure for George. It doesn't super matter. You just super don't see anything weird other than (laughs) the weird shit that you already saw. So yeah, you guys don't notice anything happen when he step back. Okay. I want to like look around at everyone. Are they? Do they seem as if they're locked in some sort of trance? Or do they just are they just really excited about weird shit? I mean, unfortunately, I think psychology is going to be your answer <laughs> like for this. Yeah, all right. But I think it's really hard to tell. Oh, I am going to use a luck point. Oh, my God. Okay, he got 11 over 10, so. Oh, not roll luck. <laughs> edit luck. I yeah. always mess that up. No worries. Know. So you edit your luck, and you spend a point to get a success. And I'm just going to say, yeah, as best you can tell, they're not in a trance. They're just, they're just fucking psyched for Cthulhu, you know? <laughs> like, they're just true believers, and this is... I mean, this is pretty much proof that they're they're right on with what they're thinking. So, they're just chanting along because why wouldn't you? Yeah, I will say this is right. like if there was some sort of proof like this of something I believed in, I'd be pretty fucking stoked on it too. Yeah, no shit. I like. <laughs> I'm I like look to the guy next to me. Wait, you said they're all chanting, right? Yeah, you're supposed to be too, but <laughs> okay, okay. But they're all just I'll chanting. Just... I was going to say something, but I feel like he's going to get mad at me. Probably. Um, I think I might try to break the circle. Okay. I might uh, take a very slow and very slight step back to where I'm not exactly shoulder to shoulder with anyone. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let you roll spot hidden with advantage because now you're like trying to do something and I'm assuming you're also trying to notice if this has some effect. Yes. So uh, I don't know if that's a thing you can just tell your character sheet to do, but... I don't think so. Basically, you roll it and let, if you don't succeed right away, you just roll another 10-sided dice and we'll change the 10s place. Does that make uh, sense? Sure. Oh, I succeeded. Never mind. Right. So you got a 66 under 75. Just for future reference, because this might come up, if you have advantage, basically you would just roll another 10s spot and you take the better result. So like if you rolled a 46 or a 66, you take the 40. How about that? Yeah. You got a 26 under 75. That's a hard success. Okay. Actually. So that's perfect. I'm glad you just rolled it because... That makes all the difference. So you step back and you notice that, like, where you're... Once you've gotten both feet away from, like, the line, that segment of the line seems, like, shaky. It doesn't do anything, cause it, but you can tell it's, like, unstable. As opposed to everyone else's line that seems to kind of have a... Seem more solid, if that makes sense. Sure. I will very lightly elbow George mm-hmm. and try to get him to notice that 
you know, the my edge is sh- unstable and shaky because I've stepped back a little. All right, are you trying to do this without them noticing, or do you not care? I'm trying to do it without them noticing. Then give me a stealth. Okay. Damn it, I failed. Okay. 72 over 50. I assume you don't want to spend luck on that one. No, it's fine. Okay, as you nudge George... Mason, you can tell me if you don't like this, but I kind of want George... You're just on edge, and you just be like, what? Like... (laughs) (laughs) Is that all right, or do you not want it to be... Yeah, swing, swing the, the my head so that my beak hits his beak again. <laughs> sure, yeah. You just like whip around, like, huh? And you, I'm gonna say you do notice this, uh, this change that the the line is like wavering. But you also like people around you now are kind of looking over at you, and one of them is like stops their chain and they're like, "Get back in the line! You'll uh, you'll ruin okay. the ritual." When he stops chanting, I want to see, because I was going to ask this in a second, but um, when he stops chanting, does it look like it has a similar effect to what our stepping back did? Did it, like, weaken his part of the line at all? Uh, Give me a spot hidden. And you can also roll with advantage. So that's a hard success, and just in case I can critical success it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, with a hard success, you notice that it doesn't make the line less stable, but like the line has a slight purple hue to it. Um, when he stops chanting, the purple slightly diminishes, like it's a little less bright. If that makes sense, like there's a light to the line. That, yeah. Okay. That you're watching, and it just gets. I mean, you had to get a hard success to see this, like just almost imperceptibly less bright. And so I'm like, ooh, maybe we distract enough of them. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm starting to get a little freaked out at this point, and I'm starting to like weigh the benefits of letting them do this versus our safety, and I'm starting to become a little more ballsy about we should stop this. This is all happening internally, and. I don't. I can't communicate it to George, but um, when that guy yells at him to get back in line, he. Uh, well, that's up to you. What do you do, George? At that point, is it the one next to me or the one next to Errol who yelled or who it's told us? It's the one next that was next to Errol, and he, they turned and told basically admonished admonished both of you like get back in line and start. Ch- you know, like we're not done. Okay. So okay. as he, since he had stopped chanting and then yelled, it's actually that to it's me. actually a woman's voice that says oh, okay. this. Not that it super matters, but anyway. Oh yeah, gotcha. So it's gonna help me distinguish. So I'm gonna turn to the person next to me and try, <laughs> try to like distract them, like annoying Will Ferrell voice. Be like, that's so many of them. Are we gonna let more than one in? How do we make sure it's just one hunter that comes through that hole in the ground? Sorry, it's my first time. I'm kind of freaked out. Uh, he looks at you, but is still chanting, and he just shakes his Damn. head and is like chanting, maybe even a little louder, because he's like compensating for <laughs> your shenanigans. Motherfucker. Um, yeah, so here's my... I, I reach a breaking point, and I... The guy or the girl who was standing next to me that was like, oh, you got to get back in the line or whatever. I um, I shove her in the hole. Oh, shit. And then just start running and shoving in as many people as I can. Um, I'm going to pretend to when he starts that, I'm going to pretend right. to like, whoa, <laughs> and like fall backward and try to like <laughs> grab the guy next to me like I'm trying to break my fall or something and try to pull him back with me. All right. Let's just let's just slow down here cuz this game has rules. And Okay. We're going to start with entering combat, but you are going to get to push uh this girl first. You're just going to get to do it next week. Oh. oh! Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. 
We'd appreciate it if you could take a minute to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at Who's Dice or at Who's Dice Are These Anyway at gmail.com. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.